0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Football Talk Podcast. My name is Ozzy and I'm your host for today's show. Now, there was probably one game that was the biggest talking point of Match Week 10, to say the least, so no other place but to start with the game between Arsenal and Liverpool. So obviously the game concluded... Arsenal 3, Liverpool 2. So, now if you watched my match reaction last night, you could tell that I was fuming just (laughs) a little bit, not, not too much after the result. Now that I'm a bit more calm, my opinion hasn't changed that much to be fair. I still feel like we were robbed of getting the draw. But maybe my sort of credit towards Arsenal wasn't presented yesterday. So, credit to Arsenal in terms of their victory. They dug deep and I think they got the job done in the end. The first goal we conceded, Lupo were hit on the counter-attack. So Simi was out of position. That allowed Saka to get the ball from the right-hand side, play it to Odegaard, who frees it through to Martinelli and he applies a great finish to the bottom corner. So good goal from Arsenal there. Um, and Trent Alexander... It's like a witch hunt with him right now. He's the you know, he's getting abused from not Liverpool fans, other fans, the media. Unfortunately, because of our sort of change of formation and tactics, he's been exposed a little bit more. I don't feel like he's a bad player the way people are speaking about him right now. I think it's unjustified and hopefully in due time he shows his true form. But obviously it doesn't help in terms of the pressure coming from outside, but it is what it is. Um, I feel like he's an easy target. Um he's made into a scapegoat right now, which is which is not fair on the player. Um yeah, it is what it is, I guess. The most controversial point for me of this game was the penalty shout for Liverpool where Jota hits the cross where he tries to loft the ball over. Gabriel, and he blocks with his hands. Now, I've watched it again, and I'm sorry. I don't care if you're an Arsenal fan or however. Probably a non local fan. You're not really going to be on our side with this situation. But it's a blatant handball. Still can't believe it was never given. Awful decision by Michael Oliver, who had a shocking game throughout. Um, and it's, it's been awful this season anyway. Eventually, Liverpool got the equaliser through Darwin Nunes, who for me was Liverpool's best player, uh, scored a fantastic goal off Luis Diaz. Uh, and speaking of Luis Diaz, breaking news today in regards to his injury. Unfortunately, it's a bad one. He will be out for six weeks, so he won't be playing for Liverpool until after the World Cup. So, yeah, it's not <laughs> it's not looking good for Liverpool right now, to say the least. Um, Second half, well, before the second half, Liverpool conceded a second goal just before half time. Another account attack by Arsenal, three versus three. Martinelli only gets the best out of Henderson, hits the free ball to Saka, and he pretty much scores the tapping. So, good goal from him. After half time, Firmino comes to life and scores a fantastic shot with his left foot. What a lovely finish! That was that's his tenth goal against Arsenal, so you know that's one of his favorite teams to play against. I said it was a controversial moment in the first half, and the second half another one, and obviously it doesn't favor Liverpool in this in this situation, where Gabriel Jesus was fouled, or so-called fouled by Thiago in the box, another wrong decision for me, and Arsenal were wrongfully awarded with a penalty, which Saka eventually converts. So. Despite the feeling as a Liverpool fan that we were robbed, I don't think Liverpool performed that well, to be fair. First half, I think we were great. We showed a lot of aggression in our play at times. We were quite open and exposed to the counter, which is something we need to work on going forward. And second half, we were non-existent. We just went missing. So that was the difference as we didn't show that same energy in the second half. Had it been the case, it might have been a different outcome. But Arsenal fans showing a lot of chess right now, saying that our time at the top is finished. Well, we'll see. Your time at the top right now is temporary, so a long way to go. So, yeah, we'll see see what happens um, at the closer end of the season. Second game, Manchester City versus Southampton. So, no surprise with the scoreline, 4-0 to Man City. You may have expected more goals <laughs> right now from City as they're just unstoppable at the minute. Highland was close to scoring the opening goal, but unfortunate for him, hits the inside of the post. Eventually, City did get their goal from a great run by Consello, turning to a left winger, um, dribbling past players, making defenders break their ankles as they fall down. Great run from him and a lovely finish with, with his left foot, low shot into the bottom corner. Great goal from the Man City left-back there. Following up in his account in the game with a lovely dink shot. Great goal from the youngster. He's been beaten in unbelievable form in the last few games. And for England, you'd hope it continues going into the World Cup. Mahrez gets the third goal with a great executed volley. Nice finish from the Algerian winger there. But the main man, Erling Haaland, eventually gets on the score sheet. Nice cross by Cancelo and Haaland hits a clinical finish. So, a quiet afternoon for Haaland's stand. He's only got the one goal. He's used to getting hat-tricks, but nevertheless, a great performance from City. They look unstoppable at the moment. And at this stage, I can't see them losing anytime soon. There's already been talks of maybe they're going on an unbeaten run. It's a possibility, but... It's one of those seasons because of the World Cup. There's a lot of stop-start going on, so we'll see how the season unfolds, but they look in unbelievable form, frightening form, and unfortunately for my team, we're playing them this, this weekend, so yeah, not looking forward to that one. The third game, Chelsea versus Wolves. So, Chelsea managed to produce a solid win against a Wolves team who's I believe still haven't appointed a new manager and are in very low confidence right now. Chelsea had a few shots in the first half, but Jose Sarr managed to make a good few saves there. Eventually, they were were able to open the scoreline. Great cross by Mason Mount from the right-hand side uh, towards Havertz, who produced a lofting header over the keeper and into the back of the net. So, 1-0 to Chelsea. And then the second goal... Great play um, between Mount and Pulisic on the left-hand side, um, who goes through on goal and digs it over the keeper. Great goal by the American Ringer there. Um, Broja, who opens his first goal for Chelsea. It's his first senior goal. Fantastic finish from him, hitting the bottom corner with a right-foot shot. Nice moment for the player who's been at the Chelsea since he was eight years old. So a nice moment for him and his family there. Overall, a much better performance from Chelsea, who will please the new manager there, Graham Potter. For Wolves, it's not looking good, unfortunately. Uh, Chelsea old boy, uh, Diego Costa, started a game, got a nice reception from the Chelsea fans as well. Wasn't really effective in this game, in my opinion. I think Wolves will struggle for goals this season. They need to get a new manager in as soon as possible to try and rejuvenate the squad again because there is a lot of talent there. I think they recruited really well in the summer. Just need a coach to try and get them going again. So we'll see how that goes there. Uh, Another comment here from Manston. Thank you for your comment, Manston. Your thoughts on Chelsea. Do you see a good trajectory from the team moving forward or just a good patch for them? It's quite early to say, to be fair. Um, I don't think they've hit the ground running under Potter, so I still feel like Graham Potter is trying to figure out the best formula in terms of having players fit into a system. So it's going to take some time. I don't think they'll be playing sort of high-flying football anytime soon. At the minute, they're going through, I wouldn't say a good patch, I think, last week against Palace, they were quite lucky to get the win. Against Wolves, I think they, they had a much better performance. So, they will take time on Chelsea. In terms of top four, they will be challenging um, towards the latter stages of the season. Well, again, I think it's a bit too early to say. There's a lot of teams fighting for that top four. So, so yeah, moving forward, I think they will be improving. Um, but I'm not sure in terms of how well they'll do. I think they've appointed a great manager in Potter, but he's still untested at this level, so... Remains to be seen in terms of what he does, to be fair. Uh, so thank you for your comment there. Next game, Everton versus Manchester United. So United managed to nick the win here against Everton, but at one point, it didn't seem like the three points were coming back to Manchester. Alex Wolby tried to steal the party or steal the show, producing a fantastic goal. Called it from distance, uh, his first goal of the season. United equalised. As Martial hits the through ball to Anthony and he calmly slots in the back of the net. He looks like he's a good finisher in front of goal. I can see him getting a lot of goals this season. Casemiro almost scored his first goal for the club, but his finish goes wide. For me, he should have scored that one, to be honest. But a special moment for um, Cristiano Ronaldo, who finishes the game with the win. He scores his 700th club goal, which is an unbelievable achievement. Whether you like him or dislike him, you've got to respect him as a player. That is an unbelievable start to have. So, well done to him. And a good win for Manchester United. That puts them in fifth position in the league. Everton, on the other hand, I think they've improved in recent weeks. Um, they need to dust off and try again in the next fixture, which is against Tottenham away. And... Um, Richarlison faces his old club, which will be an interesting encounter to say the least. And the final game that I will be reviewing is Newcastle versus Brentford. So, what a big win for Newcastle. It's their third win of the season, and they did it in great fashion. Gumerej opens the scoreline with a great diving header. Lovely cross by Trippier. The second goal. Now, this is where it all fell apart because. Brentford produced a lot of mistakes in this game. This was one of them. Real miss hits a pass. Newcastle were able to capitalise with Callum Wilson driving down the left wing, passes it across to Jacob Murphy, and he slots it in with ease. So two 0 up for Newcastle. But then Newcastle concede a penalty, unfortunately. Old boy, Ivan Tony steps up, and he finishes clinically, which was never in doubt. He's unbelievable in... In the from the penalty spot there. Bruno Guimarães makes his next goal, his second goal of the game, his own. He presses to get the ball, makes a tackle from the halfway line, dribbles towards the box and he smashes it from distance. What a fantastic goal from the Brazilian. He's been a revelation since he signed for the club in January. He uh, just seems to get better and better, which is great for Newcastle fans right now. Another Brentford error at the back that awards Newcastle with pretty much a goal on the plate, finished by Almiron, who scores an open goal. Then it goes from bad to worse. Brentford concede another goal, but this is with an own goal this time. So a bad day in the office for Brentford. Three of the goals were down to individual mistakes. So that's something they need to rectify in training. But Newcastle made use of these errors and punished them. So credit to them. For me, they're improving as a team. So interesting to see how they develop as the season goes on. But they're looking like in good shape, to say the least. And that's my wrap-up for Match Week 10. Uh, before I conclude, I will announce the FPL Manager of the Week. And that goes to Iqbal Bell, And his team name is Rahan Baik. And he got 82 points. So, well done to Iqbal Day. Good good sets of points. I think it was a tricky one. There's a lot of uh, managers that I saw in the league had close to between 70 to 80 points. So, neck and neck there. you can't leave in position 101 right now. I'm in 40th position. I got 72 points. So, for me, I've got a lot of work to do to climb up the ladder. Pretty much just like my team Liverpool. So, yeah, a lot of work to do, to say the least. But that concludes our show for tonight. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Thank you to Madison for your comment. Um, If you haven't already, please don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. I will be doing a show tomorrow, so I'll be doing a match preview of Rangers versus Liverpool as they play each other in the Champions League And, and I'll be doing a match reaction on Wednesday for that game and on Thursday I'll be doing a match preview of Match Week 11 including the big game Liverpool Man City, I should have a special guest for that show as well, so look out for that, not looking forward to that game at all, but it is what it is at this stage, so thank you again guys, take care, stay safe, and I hope to see you all soon, good night.